Good afternoon, everybody. It's great to be with you all. I'm going to start off by asking you a question. I want you to hear it, and I want you to remember it, because I'm going to ask you when I'm done. And here it is. Sorry. Okay. All right. Is that better? Okay. All right. So the Lord have the final say when it comes to your heart. Does the Lord have the final say when it comes to... All right. You'll hear that again. Okay. As Amy said, today our word is heart. In Hebrew, that is levev, or more commonly, lev. I'm going to give you a little bit about the ancient understanding. Different cultures throughout history have had different conceptions, whatever you want to call it, of how the human body works through of the ancient Israelites. They knew that the heart was an organ and it sustains life of a man named Nabal who, according to the Bible, inside of him and he became like a stone. Okay, that's record of the first coronary or heart attack. I don't know if that's really something that you'll hear. And the become and it talking about the heart and the perceptions that the Israelites had and the or any word for it, we didn't have that the way we do. So the heart was where important, if you want to say, happened. Imagine that all of a human's intellectual activity took place in the heart. So you learned with your heart. Your heart is what you understand connections with. In the book of Proverbs, dwells in the heart. And your heart you use to discern between like Solomon, when he was living, the heart is where you find your emotions. You feel like Hannah did whenever she couldn't have any children. The phrase, a broken heart, Your heart, believe it or not, can even be depressed or get depressed. But then on the other side, your heart is where, in Hebrews, it's said to be happy is to be a or to have a heart of joy. So the heart is the generator of physical life. It's also the center of your intellectual and there's more in biblical Hebrews. The heart is where you think choices. These choices are usually motivated by your desires. David had it in his heart to build a temple for God. They eventually realized your heart is where your affection They're called, and we know 
David had a little problem with that. Nathan was there to set him right, and what he did in your heart, go and do it. With the assumption that what is in your heart. So the Bible, in the Bible, the heart is parts of our human existence. As in a well-known proverb, it said, because from it flows your whole entire life. Okay, let's look a little bit at some of the transformation of the heart. We'll look first at Jeremiah. I believe that the human heart was fundamentally broken. He said, the heart of a human is desired above all, sick, deceitful, and actually, who can even understand it? He had watched his countrymen turned they started sacrificing their children doing all sorts of things that they knew weren't right and they had been it's the only heart for humanity is the total human hearts most time to love God really doing a good job of it interesting metaphor about removing evil from the heart David this, this metaphor concerns David and adultery he pleaded with in me of new and pure heart. The prophet Ezekiel hoped for a day when God would remain the heart of of stone and give his people a new heart very similar to what Jeremiah hopes that God would the commandments of the Torah and that brings us to the everybody remember that you too want to give us a <laughs> quick definition all right every day god's people to devote to god their whole anybody jump in body, their feelings, their desires, their future, their heart. So this is truly what it means to love the Lord your God. Scriptures that are very all of us, maybe not looked at the way I'm implying them to be looked at during this talk. Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, Proverbs 42, part, for everything you do flows from it. Psalm 73, my flesh and my heart, God is the strength of my heart 
Philippians 4 transcends all understanding, will guide your minds in Christ Jesus. John 14, peace, my peace I give you. I do not give you, I, I do not give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Matthew 5 from the Beatitudes, blessed are the who will see God. Again in, from Psalms, David, behold, I was brought forth and in sin my mother conceived me. Truth in the innermost being and in secret you will make to me. Purify me with his hyssop and I cleanse me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. That you have broken, rejoice me and my sin and wipe out all of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, a steadfast spirit. I'm sorry, renew in me. Do not cast me away from you and your presence, your heart and your spirit. Okay, now the world and how it, the heart. In the closing from the gospel oops, sorry, of, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew, it talks of Jesus' whole condition of the current generation and what if it doesn't correct itself. Jesus says they are evil and adulterous, describes how they would, would be condemned by other figures if they were here to speak, as the evil generation, and how their own day of judgment may can even imagine. There's an important lesson to be learned here that applies to us and it is the lesson that and the forces it commands all the time continuously peace evil with good now how one goes about that is probably I'm going to have to be discussed at another day. So now I'm going to turn to the dangers of, uh, of an empty heart. And for a moment, I want you to consider our heart to be like a home. And as in any or future, there can reside or live as much good also be things that produce much harm. Be cleansed and cleared are things that are not appropriate for us can our hearts. Having our hearts cleansed, conscience, 
and our bodies washed is another aspect that the Hebrew writers through faith Christ himself God's peace and grace are to fill our hearts even God's law is to be written so it is expected that we will fill but in what happens when we do not fill our hearts well I wasn't very good in science but I remember taught <laughs> supposedly about vacuums when there isn't happens that's kind of how it is with our hearts our heart of what there's a void and that void is an opening for the enemy really good at filling the void in our hearts of we need to keep our heart God desires and be aware of the is presenting or showing us that precious space that God wants and use it to his benefit. Okay, so um, so I think for today, combination of heart home. And we're look, we are in your home with things that are good. Then your heart could become a place for evil things, as we just talked about. Condition of your heart could become much worse. The Bible tells us it could be seven times worse. Okay, so back to the question I started with. Anybody remember what it was? I heard something. What's in your heart? Well, unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not going to provide the answer to that. Think about does the Lord have the final say when it comes to your heart? And does, and does the Lord have the final say when it comes to all of you? So you the only thing we can really do with that question is pray about it and read our Bible about it his word and his reply and his ability to show us okay so I want to spend a little bit of time a little bit of time talking about what's going on in Israel and as disturbing as it is I'm sure for all of us on in Israel quite honestly what's more scary and hard to watch hard is what's going on in our whether it be a unique prestigious whether it be a community in Southern California whether it be some person who that we really want to hear what they think and they knew or a means to share that with us I uh, perplexed with what's been going on, saying, and probably more disappointing, there's been a lack of people responding 
the way that I, now I'm just as guilty because I'm not out or in a position or taking a stance to my thoughts. So I'm at fault just as much those that are spewing their thoughts. Who said it, but, you know, the only way for evil to to do nothing. And I, there's a lot of good men, good people that aren't doing it. And when we look at, you know, if, if you look as a continent or semi-continent, within the state of Israel, there isn't anything close in the Middle East. Not even, even the countries that we refer to as good partners, good domestic, good, good trading partners. They're just the, what, what is acceptable and done. It's, 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 I guess it's almost to the point where we just, to it. we just, we, we don't talk about it. And then there's, you know, a whole feeling now, you know, your insert your favorite label. So let's remember this week as we pray, and I hope we all pray, and for those in in the Gaza Strip and the Palestinians, you know, there is tragedy as well. And it's really a relatively small percentage of the population. So let's all keep in mind and let going on there and ask that God's will be done happen. You don't have to doubt that. That is God. Because he's in control. Okay, so I think we're going to do our closing hymn.